Welcome to Terra Talks, where we talk about all things real estate. In each episode, we'll tackle current trends and topics of interest, both locally and regionally. However, or wherever you decide to tune in, you're not going to want to miss this. Good morning. Welcome to Terra Talks. My name is Brian Puckering. I am a valuer with Terra Caribbean. And today we're going to have a conversation with a quantitative Mark Owen. He's a chartered corner severe in the Caribbean with 20 plus years of experience throughout the region from St. Kitts down to Guyana, is it? Mark, as far as down as Guyana or no? Oh, as far as Trinidad. Trinidad, okay. How are you today? Good morning. I'm Wild Brian. How are you doing today, sir? Not too bad. Um, can you briefly describe what a corner severe does? Right. Um, good morning to the listeners. Um, we've been asked this question many times, and traditionally we were called um, brick counters, but now we are almost like the custodians of the finances of a construction project. So we look after the um, the costs for the construction of any any project, really, from a dog pen to a harbor, basically. Um, we together the budgets, we help manage the tendering process, we oversee the contractual arrangements between the clients and the various parties to the contract, and during the construction phase as well, we um, prepare the stage payments to the contractor, from the client to the contractor. So in, in a nutshell, that's broadly what we do. Okay, thanks. Um, so I've had an architect design a plan for me, going to town and country planning, got approval, and the bank says to me that I need to get a quantity surveyor. What would you provide to me at this stage for the bank? So assuming you're a residential um, client building a home or renovating a home, what the bank would want from us um, is a reasonable or market costs for the construction of the property that you're um, borrowing money to, to construct or renovate. Um, so our report tends to reflect the cost and then the cost to, to, to construct it. Mm-hmm. And we will also oversee the, the stage payments from, the, from you, the client, to your contractor. Um, during the construction process, so at different stages, we will uh, be required to visit the site and make sure that the funds being disbursed are being allocated to the to the project. So foundation stage, roof, uh, walls, completion, etc. Um, we also provide what we what what would be asked is the reinstatement cost of the building for insurance purposes. So we we add that to the report as well, and then we help. Buyers like yourself and the bank determine a value of the property when it's finished. Um, so those are the kind of main four or five services we provide. Okay. Um, so in terms of construction costs, we've heard many conversations about how inflation is impacting the consumer. How has inflation impacted construction costs in the last two years? So the last two years, uh, assuming... We have this um, pandemic that we had before. Is, is part of that last two years. Um, inflation has is seen the world over, and as we're a small open economy, inflation impacts the inputs to construction. Um, we import a lot of a lot of things for construction: um, tiles, windows, doors. You, 
even if not the full the fully finished product, we import the raw materials. So we've been um, at the I guess the at the mercy of the suppliers of these uh, important inputs to construction. So we've we've had to feel the impact of the vagaries of these prices for anything from um, steel to floor tiles to doors to lumber. And um, so we've seen we've seen the the prices inflated. They've kind of leveled off a bit now. Um, it's difficult to put numbers to it, but we've seen a certain uh, certainly um, a, a huge spike in construction prices right after the pandemic, um, with the down to, to to being just a you know a footnote in history. So um, what we see now is that what, whatever the increases that we had before, say maybe third quarter of 2022, those are the prices that have been maintained on the material side. On the labor side, because there's such a huge demand now, everybody wants to build now that the pandemic is finished. What we are seeing is contractors now increasing their labor rates. Um, there's a shortage of labor, particularly for skilled tradesmen. We've seen them increasing their uh, overheads as well. Um, not substantially, but certainly is something that, that is worth noting. Mm-hmm. And we've also seen them refusing work, saying that, you know, this, this is just not worth my while. I, I'll go after something more lucrative. So that has an impact on inflation because if you have less contractors bidding, it means you're not getting good competition. So okay. um, inflation has definitely had a, a big big toll in the last two years. And um, it'd be interesting to see how it, how it peters out in 2023, to be honest. Okay, so as a potential homeowner, is there anything that I can do at this stage or should consider at this stage going forward? So as a homeowner, I mean, you know, unless you're a real estate magnet, a home is really your biggest single investment financially, uh, financial commitment that you'll have over 20, 30 years if, you, if, you're, more, if you're getting a mortgage. So my first um, advice would be to be as involved in the process as you can, especially in terms of determining the cost of the the property you're doing so shop around um the same way you shop around looking for a car or a dress or shoes or whatever shop around see what's available see what's on sale see what you like i mean there are lots of the the internet and social media is very useful Mm -hmm. one of the few things they're useful for is giving you real-time information on, on images on things that you may like so look at what see what you like first see if it fits what you can afford and then shop around and see what's available um you know we don't have a lot of control over the raw materials that are kind of produced by one or two people in Barbados, and that's concrete blocks, um, sand, cement. But you have control over doors you can buy, windows you can get, um, tiles you can get, paint, things like that. So look, shop around and see what the best deals are, what the durability of these products are, you know, um, and see what what fits best with your look on your budget. And I mean that that so you're literally trying to control maybe fifty percent of your cost by being more engaged in the process. Um, the other fifty percent, which is the the inputs that you don't have a lot of control over, mm-hmm. you again it depends a lot on the timing. I mean, building towards the end of the year may not be a good thing to do because contractors are closing down, so you may not get a lot of bids. But building at the start of the year as well, a lot of people are building at the start of the year, so you know there's there's a lot of hunger for for getting things done and. Um, may also get contractors saying that they don't necessarily want to bid on a job unless they know it's going to start within two or three months. So okay. maybe look at building maybe around this time of year, towards the end of the first quarter, mm-hmm. 
um, so that by the time hurricane season comes, you know, your, your roof is on and then you may get deals, you know, towards, you know, kind of the middle of the year when companies have bought their stock and they may be trying to get a sale off to get rid of, get a, get rid of stock to bring more stock in. So those are kind of small tips you can use to, um, to get around the process and also engage the contractor that you choose, you know, see what his work was like, make sure he doesn't have a bad history. He's not in court. He's... He's got the time and the resources to do the project because those things also add on indirectly to your cost. If you have a contractor who's taking too long, you know it, it then affects your bridging interest and your ability to move in. You may be paying rent when you have a mortgage kicking in, things like that. So just those those kind of things you should start to look look to do. So in a, you just mentioned contractors. What should a potential homeowner consider in a contractor? What advice could you give them, or would you give them? Well, for for starters, look for somebody who's got, um, who's, who's a company, I would say. Um, unfortunately, there's no regulation here saying that anybody that, that, that controls what a contractor can be. So anyone can be a contractor. So as you have that against you, look at what he's done before. I mean, there, there are a lot of contractors in Barbados who are very competent. And they have a very good track record of delivering projects. They're doing four or five residences at the same time. So they know how to manage multiple sites. They have the labor. They have the credit at the particular hardware stores. So they, they can they can get stuff on site quickly. Um, so look around and see who's good. And let them show you what they've done. If you have... I mean, having referrals from friends is fine, but also... Get the bad stuff that happened with, with, with the process as well. Don't don't just get the good stories. So, right. so you have a full appreciation of what the what is involved because building a house is very can be a very stressful experience. Um, so that, that's one thing you can. Do. That's a second thing you can do. I'm sorry. Um, I would suggest not getting your uncle or your dad or your cousin to be an electrician or plumber. <laughs> but again, to cut to cut costs, you may get a deal there. But if he's doing Giving you that deal, it means he has to make money somewhere else. So he may not give the give the job the attention that you want. And just be patient because a house doesn't go up in a week. It takes six, seven, eight, nine months sometimes. So be patient in the process and rely on professionals that, that you have access to. You know, more, there, there are a lot of very competent professionals in Barbados from um, yourselves at Terra to ourselves at Amron to architects, engineers, there are tons of them that, that know what they're doing. Um, even if you just pay them a small fee to just provide some oversight, you can do that. But that small fee could save you a lot of headache down the road. So make use of what's available. And, um, and be, again, it's back to being engaged in the process. You know, visit the site, make sure they're doing what they say. Um, you know, you don't go, you know, go out the site, don't go on weekends only, go on your lunch hour, make sure they are, they are working, you know, things like that. It keeps them honest and it gives you the assurance as well. Okay. Would you recommend that the potential homeowner, say for instance, go and buy the tiles themselves or let a contractor do buying of tiles and materials? <laughs> That's a tricky question, Brian. <laughs> um, both, both choices have advantages. So as a homeowner, if you're buying the stuff directly, do that very early. In the process, don't wait until he has the roof on and then go and buy tiles. Because tiles tend generally, unless you're very lucky, tiles have a, a four, five, six week delivery time sometimes. Um, if you see tiles on sale, that's fine, but make sure that they have not just what you want, but they have extras because tiles break 
even during construction or after construction. So, mm-hmm. so over order, maybe maybe ten fifteen percent. So, you can do things like that. Uh, windows and toilets and locks. I can I would say you you probably have a bit more wiggle room with that because those are pretty produced pretty quickly. Um, but what you do save is the markup, so you can buy directly and have it stored and stashed and ready for the contractor. Um, or if you don't want the headache of running around every Saturday looking for things, you could just leave the contractor to do it. I mean, it's all a matter of, of what you think is um, more practical for you. But there is an advantage to buying it yourself because you, you do save some money on um, what the contractor would charge as a markup on it. So the person has to keep what we'd call good receipts, basically, at the end of the day, so that yeah. they can balance the books. Yeah. So it's all part of being engaged in the process. You know, you, if you want to be engaged and you want to look around, even if you select the things that you want and let the contractor buy it for you, that's fine. But just make sure what you're getting is best value for money. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if you're late delivering, this, delivering items you said you're going to buy, the contractor can claim that he was delayed by you, and that also has a knock-on effect in terms of cost. So... Those are the risks that you have to kind of weigh when, you, when you're making that decision. Okay. Um, just one final question. You, you always hear bigger is not necessarily better. Um, rates per square foot for construction, do they increase with the size of the house or decrease with the size of the house or are they balanced? How long is a piece of string, Brian? <laughs> um, people ask you this in the supermarket, in the gas station, at cocktail parties. Um it's very difficult to to put a figure because everybody's house is different. Um, a small house can have a lot going on in it and be a, a higher square foot rate than a big house with big open plans and not a lot going on in it. So I would say if you're doing a very simple, we call bungalow, three bed, two bath, you know, one story with kind of very basic finishes, you should pre- Probably allocate two twenty-five to two fifty to two sixty a square foot for it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have more stuff going on, you know you've got patios and pools and landscaping and um, fancy kitchens and things like that. You you have to it's upwards of three hundred dollars a square foot. You know, so okay. those are kind of ballpark ranges. <laughs> I will put in bold and capitals and exclamation marks. But those are the kind of ranges that we see when we um, look at properties now. Okay. Any final tidbits for our viewers? I'll reiterate again, be engaged in the process. Be fully in. Um, don't just sign a contract with a contractor. And I, I always urge you to sign a contract. And then walk away and say, give me my house in, in eight months. Um, make sure you're involved in the process. Shop around. Be very, very sure um, on what it is you want because um, there are tons of designs out there. So you can go on Pinterest. You can go on social media. You can go on websites and see what you like make sure that what you're getting is um is what you like and it's easier to change a drawing or to change a wall uh, once the construction process starts and make sure that what you are getting is what you can afford so the first step i would suggest is speak to your bank make sure that what you you qualify for what it is you want to get in mm-hmm. terms of your loan and then again be engaged be engaged be engaged be a part of the process don't be remote and feel that like you're overwhelmed um, call people like myself or yourself, Brian, or other people and, and just ask for advice. People call me all the time for advice. It's free, um, the advice, I mean. And, um, <laughs> and, we go and, and just, you know, hopefully it'll be a smooth process after that. You want to tell our listeners how they can reach you? 
Uh, right, our company is AmronServices.com. The website has the same name, and we're on Instagram, Facebook, and um, my number is 253-5976. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Mark Wynn, thank you for coming out. Thank you.